that is what binge eating is eating mm-hmm. an excessive amount of calories in a short amount of time in short and mm-hmm. the difference between that and bulimia is bulimia is when you purge welcome to our journey of the fit couple show where we give you the guidance to be fit in all aspects of your life Welcome back to another episode of the Fit Couple Show, and across from me, I have the two weeks out version of Julia Renee. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually like a different kind of person. A two weeks out version. A two weeks out person is different than a one week out person. Uh, it's the version. Yes. The version of you. Yes. Which is lean, mean, hungry machine. All things are true in there. Yeah. <laughs> Especially mean. I think it's funny when I get you to like do the wheezing, like air laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. With that being said, hey, what's up, guys? How are y'all today? In the realm of the Fit Couple podcast and the Fit Couple show and the Fit Couple life, we are doing wonderful. We are. Thanks for asking, guys. Even though she's mean. But today, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to open your minds mm-hmm. to some very, very simple things. Five simple things. Five simple things. That you can do daily to avoid binge eating. Ooh. Yes. And these are things that I do daily. Like, I'm, I'm telling you <laughs> that when I was creating this outline for this podcast, I was like, wow, I do all of these things daily. And sometimes I just forget. Because it's kind of just a part of my everyday life now. And yeah, before we get into that, though, Zachary. What's up? Tell me your magical moment. Oh, okay. Man, I was thinking about something completely different. My magical moment from this past week was actually going out to California, where I was able to, you know, go with my operator, my sister from another mister, <laughs> Liv, who Liv's been on the show once before. Mm-hmm. You guys remember Liv, if you've been tuning in for that long. And uh, we got to go over all the new and exciting things I'm doing in my business, in my calling, you know, helping men uh, in that space. But uh, it was just nice being out there, hanging out with a bunch of like-minded people, hanging out with her, um, enjoying the beach, went to Newport Beach, went to Huntington Beach. Nice. Yeah, Huntington Beach is dope. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. So, yeah, that was my magical moment. There's a lot of traveling going on this this week, but uh, that was really cool to go out there and get clarity on where we're going. Sweet. How about you, baby? Mine was getting to spend two days kind of just relaxing. You know, I've been waking up. (laughs) Mine was two days away from you, asshole. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's how you want to think about it. No, No, I was just, I got to prioritize sleep more, um, and that was not because of Zach not being here or anything. It was more so I just stopped being so attached to needing to wake up at 4.30 in the morning. Thank goodness. And I just kind of let my alarm go and and just let myself wake up when I was ready and then go and do what I needed to do. And getting that extra amount of sleep and rest was really good for my body. So I'm happy that I got to do that. I'm glad. (laughs) I really am. (laughs) Because two weeks out version of you this time is a lot, actually a lot less neurotic than two weeks out version of you last time. Good. Yeah. Because last time I'm like, baby, do you have to get up at 4.30? Yes. I was like, yes, if I If I do. don't get up at 4.30, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do yes. that. I got, oh. My life okay. is just, it's very routine. I just want you to sleep though. <laughs> yeah. It's very routine. Very routine. Like by the, by the minute mark. So getting unattached to that is very difficult for me. But. Freedom. Yeah. Before we get into five simple things about binge eating, we're going to get 
into a review. Hey, a lay lovely it on. review. Okay. This one is from B R L Lowry. Love them. Came across Julia on TikTok and fell in love with how real, open, and honest she is. As someone who struggled with the urge to binge, I find her honestly so helpful. I started listening to the podcast and became obsessed. Thank you for stressing the importance of mindset and hard work and talking about tough topics that other people don't. That is true. And that is a very good review for our topic today because I think this is going to help you a lot and along with everybody else. Yeah. And before we get started, what I would like to do actually is set a baseline here for what binge eating actually is. Yes. So, babe, take it away. What is the eating disorder Mm -hmm. known as binge eating? What are some symptoms from this? So, binge eating is eating a significant amount of food in a short amount of time. And um, binge eating is different from bulimia. So binge eating is eating a lot of food in a short amount of time. You almost feel like you blanked out, you weren't present, um, that you had no control, all of which you do, which we'll kind of go into a little bit later. And along with that kind of comes with um, feeling kind of shame, guilt around the subject. So That is what binge eating is, eating Mm -hmm. an excessive amount of calories in a short amount of time, in short. And Mm -hmm. the difference between that and bulimia is bulimia is when you purge. So this could either be you're eating an excessive amount of calories in a short amount of time, and the next day you spend the entire day at the gym trying to work it off, or you even try to make yourself throw up. Yeah, throw up is the big marker for bulimia. That's usually the big ones, but um, that can come in a number of different things depending on where you're at and just kind of a disclaimer, you know, we're not doctors. We just have experienced this a lot with ourselves. Um, I'm currently working through it and have been working through it for a while now and just have been almost obsessed with learning about the, yeah, it's obsessed. Yeah. uh, Obsessed with learning (laughs) about how the brain works and how we react to food and our relationship towards food that, it's just a topic that is so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So I would, I just, if I could share everything that I have learned no. in one little space for you to help you, then I'm happy. Yeah. And, and when I say obsessed for you, it's the right time to be that way. Um, it's not only the ability to regurgitate everything that you're learning and, you know, spreading value to all the listeners here, but also, mm-hmm. you know, you learn about other parts of your brain, like impulse control and yes. emotional regulation and how emotions affect your impulses and your behavior and shame and guilt and all these different things that get wrapped up in it. So, um, uh, the reason I wanted to make sure that you made that distinction is, you know, sometimes it, it it's, I don't want to say it's a word that's being thrown around a lot, but I've been in bodybuilding for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is my experience with it, right? I had my own experience with binge eating, uh, after my second show. And I have a lot of experience with competitors doing it and to do to binge after like a show or something, Although that's not ideal, that's not having a disorder. It's when you do it after a show and then you do it the next day and then maybe you take a break and then the next day and then it becomes a pattern of behavior. Mm -hmm. And then another good distinction to know here is that a treat meal is not binge eating. So if you are on your prep and you get what another coach would call a cheat meal, we call a treat meal, and you get to have a burger and fries, Mm -hmm. that isn't binge eating. And let's say you don't get a treat meal for a week and you want to go eat a burger and fries and you ate a burger and fries, that isn't binge eating. You cheated on your diet technically, but that's not binge eating. So I just want to make sure we make that clear distinction here. Yes. Binge eating 
with that would be having the burger and fries, then having a pint of ice cream, then going and getting tacos then having and not knowing that feeling like you don't know what you are doing. And then you repeat that cycle multiple times where you're Mm -hmm. eating uh, past the point of being full or even satisfied to the point where you feel sick. Um, So we'll kind of get into the first easy tip that you can do to avoid binge eating. And that is practice patience before each meal. So just to give you guys an example, a lot of times when I would come home from my workout during prep, I would almost rush so much to get my meal in because I was so hungry. And because I felt like, ah, it doesn't really matter. You know, I can just make this real quick and I don't need to really sit down with it. So what I would do is I'd put my food in the microwave and I'd go shower at the same time. And then after that, I'd be like rushing and I kind of stand up and eat with it. So instead of practicing patience before I get to my meal, I was already setting myself up to be in a rushed sort of state to eat my meal. And if you guys have ever struggled with binge eating before, that's how you feel when you're binge eating. You feel like you cannot get enough calories in fast enough. So I started realizing, okay, by me doing this and really rushing to get to my meal and skipping the step of standing there, preparing it, being delicate with it, going and bringing it to the table. That was promoting the rushed aspect of eating the food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And most lessons in life can always point back to patience or acceptance Mm -hmm. or understanding. So um, in this space, when you talk about, you know, this pattern of behavior of basically being rushed the entire time, um, this is a form of mindful eating. Like when we say, okay, mindful eating or intuitive eating, it has to do with, you know, your ability to know when you're full. And it also has to do with you being in the present moment of what you're doing. Yes. Uh, and when we talk about binge eating, the mindless eating kind of blacking out for what it is, um, you know, that's a very good tip for the listeners to take home. Mm-hmm. And another uh, way that this can actually show up that I kind of just thought of is For me, I would notice it a lot when I was going out to eat, maybe with Zach or with friends or something or with my family. And I was so focused on when the food was coming out that I really wasn't present with the people that I was with. So I wasn't being patient before the meal came. I was just sitting there thinking, okay, I'm here. I get my drink. I need to eat my meal. Then we're going to go home. Like just (laughs) our our dates were so fast. And that's just no way to live life, (laughs) especially during freaking quarantine. And then we got out of quarantine and we're going out to eat when the restaurants are open. There's hardly anybody else there anyways, but we were going through like, you know, three course meals in 35 minutes. Yeah. Like we we get there at the waiter's like, you know what you want to order? Like, or no, no, they asked for the drinks and we're like, no, we know what we want to order. And like, it was so fast when we would go through stuff. Um, but just something to remember y'all, like if you're hungry, you're not going to die. Yes. Like That's me we're taking, acting like, I'm going to die if I don't eat in the next two minutes. Yes. No, you can like wait another 15 and still be fine. Yeah. You'll be okay. And by me doing that, it's crazy how much longer I can wait to eat than I actually think. So when I get home from my workout, instead of putting in the microwave while I shower and then having it ready immediately, I shower take my makeup off, put new clothes on, get relaxed. Then I start making my meal. So practicing those extra steps of patience before Mm -hmm. my meal puts me in a slower mindset to actually enjoy it, which kind of leads me into the second tip for the binge eating, which is sit down with your food. I know all the time this isn't going to be realistic and ideal. We have busy lives and we can't always just be one-on-one in love with our meals. But 
by doing this, it actually allows you to appreciate what you're eating. There's sometimes when you'll eat a meal and you don't really remember what it tasted like, what it looked like, what it smelt like, because we just inhale it. Mm -hmm. So by you really sitting down, you get the chance not only to do that, but you can focus on your hunger signals. It takes... I think about 15 to 20 minutes for your stomach to actually recognize if it is being full. So if you're eating super fast, you're eating so fast that your body doesn't even have a chance to tell you when it is satisfied. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why a lot of people don't realize how much they have eaten after they have binge eat because they're eating so fast. And then all of a sudden, 20 minutes goes by, you've eaten 5,000 calories and you're like, Ooh, yeah. my stomach hurts. Well, and when you look, uh, again, another form of mindful eating is not eating with distractions around you, mm-hmm. right? So like a bad habit of a lot of people, and I'm guilty of doing this too, but I, I'm not in a space of having an unhealthy relationship with food right now, Yes, but is to like be scrolling on my phone while I'm eating or watching a YouTube video while I'm eating or what's popular, like eating from the TV and watch. Mm-hmm. And like you're watching consciously and you're tasting what you're tasting, but you're not really mindful of what you're eating. Um, so directing literally all your intention on your food and just being there present with your food is going to make it so that you're very mindful and aware and conscious of it. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, again, one of those symptoms of mindless eating, you're practicing mm-hmm. mindless eating by doing something like that to show up later for you. Yes. Yeah. And that's probably one of the most important ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the third thing that you can do, it's super easy. And this is like, seems weird, but sip on water in between each bite and eat with a tiny spoon and a tiny fork. That, is that why we have tiny spoons yes. and tiny forks? Yes. <laughs> I eat with the baby spoons and the baby forks. And by doing this, it I helps. thought they're, they're convenient for like avocados for me to scoop out an avocado. No. It's for you to eat. Yes, I do that so that I eat in smaller portions. So I don't take huge, big spooned bites of my food. So it kind of goes back to the tip before. And it allows me to, it forces me to slow down because I physically can't fit enough food on my fork or my spoon to eat it all. So it seems weird, but it actually really works. And the water thing helps as well because a lot of people say, oh, if you're hungry, just drink water. Because it will expand your stomach shortly, yeah. but eventually it. <laughs> it's going to go back down. So if you're sipping and eating, sipping and eating, then not only are you getting the nutrients from the food, but you're also getting hydrated from the water and allowing your stomach to fill up more. Yeah. To that point, whenever I have clients that can't eat breakfast or struggle to eat breakfast, I always tell them like, hey, you know, chug 16 ounces of water, cold water, right when you wake up. There's so many different health benefits, but for the sake of what we're talking about, you literally expand the stomach and then it filters through and you shrink the stomach really fast. And when you feel hungry, it's because your stomach is shrinking and it's giving you that sign that it's shrinking. It needs to get full. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's just a great way to do it. Actually boosts the metabolism too. So fun fact. Fun fact. All right. And the fourth thing, which should be a duh kind of <laughs> easy well, tip. Well, all this is, is kind of duh, but nah, that's the hard. Well, I mean, that's the hard don't part. Don't have it. the junk food in the house. <laughs> like, if, if this is something that you struggle with and you are actually determined to get past it, why are you going to have the thing that you struggle with staring at you in your face? And I don't even care if your excuses, I have children, I have this, I have that. Your children shouldn't be eating that way either. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You should be the example for your children. 
Hey, baby, the Buff Babe app is now live with hundreds of Buff Babes just flooding to the app. Why don't you tell the listeners what they're going to get? So with the Buff Babe app, you're going to get a customized meal plan, customized workout plan, and be included in a super private Buff Babe Academy Facebook group where we have tons of females already encouraging each other and lifting each other up just excited to get this program running and with that it's going to all be tailored to you so once you get on it you're going to enter all your stats in so that you can get the plan that is just right for you and where can they find it you can find it either www.buffbabeacademy.com or on all my social media platforms just click the link in my bio and it will take you straight to your program kind of makes me want to be a buff babe you can be a buff bro. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, guys, our giveaway is now back to the text message stream. So make sure to text FCS to 31996 to enter for a chance to win. If I, I can't tell you how many times I've said, you know, the ice cream is going to be in the fridge. I'll just choose not to eat it. And that's never the case. I always end up eating it. So why do that to yourself? One day, and you don't know it yet, but I have a fail-safe for you. What? It's actually for me. Is it to buy a flavor that I hate so that I don't No, 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 no. You will know when it happens. I promise you. I just haven't busted it out just yet. Okay. Now, when thinking about this, you know, when you think about binge eating anyways, like, you know, we used the example in the beginning of what this could be like, oh, you get a burger and you get ice cream, you get tacos, you get all these things like that. That's more uncommon in a sense of like, you would just go and buy all these things. What is one of the main sources of binge eating is like whole bags of chips. Yeah. That's actually the example that I have. Yeah. So like, or, or, you know, chips, all the snacks, all, what you're talking about, like that is going to be the main source of binge eating. Mm-hmm. Cause like, if you look at the bag of a, or the back of a big Dorito bag, yeah, thousand calories plus in a big Dorito bag mm-hmm. and people will put down a whole damn bag all together mm-hmm. and that much calories, wasteful calories in one sitting plus on top of maybe a real dinner, then maybe some ice cream. Like that's really what puts it over the top is those snacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, that's the, example that I have is like, if you have a big bag of chips and you open the whole thing, what are the odds that you are going to portion it out? That you are going to only have one portion of it and put the bag back. If you open a whole bag, you're going to eat the whole bag. So don't buy the bag or buy the one portion bag. But like, does anyone ever do that? (laughs) Or get you you a snack that um, fills you up like this snack across from me right here. For me, it'd be like eating out of a bag of lettuce. I've done that before. Just eat a bag. I of- wonder if they've met. Oh, I was going to say like lettuce chips, but that's like seaweed, yeah. right? Like dry seaweed. Yeah. Those are great snacks that are very little in calories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the last tip. Stop thinking as food as a diet and start thinking of it as a lifestyle. You know, just switching from I'm on a diet to this is just what I do. This is just my lifestyle. That alone is huge. When you think of the word diet, anybody thinks of the word diet, they cringe, they, 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 they hide. They're like, Oh, that sounds terrible because of what it means in this world. Mm -hmm. And a lifestyle is something that's more permanent and your health should and 
could be something that's more permanent than a short-term diet. Yeah, I mean, that was the shift for me to basically never be overweight again. You know, after my second show, I binged. I got up to like, I don't know, 240-something, which was not a good 240-something. And then just realizing that, hey, like, I just want to be healthy. Yes. You know, and it actually took my next show, about my next show, for me to get back into prep and then sustain after that. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, just to give you an idea into my mindset. I don't really think, uh, although I still eat, you know, the occasional Taco Bell or something like that. Like we have food in the fridge, yeah. you know, I make my food throughout the day. Um, I got a four pack, right. You know what I mean? Like what I don't want a six pack, not bad enough to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to do anything extra for what I'm doing. And what that is, is it's just peace with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if I really wanted that bad, I would change, but Overall, like I eat the foods that I eat because not only do they taste pretty good, mm-hmm. but also they serve me. They serve my health. They serve my mental performance. They serve my clarity. They serve my body. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing, not the sugar, salt, fat, and everything else you find on the corner that's literally ruining America. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not about the short term. It's about the long term. Oh. So what can you do to sustain this in the long term and that's just finding the balance <laughs> i really want to give this thing so i just learned something what and this is going to be totally off topic but kind of on topic all right okay <laughs> it's going to get out there because you're a little out there say it okay the reason why well first of all let's think of what salt is so salt in the spiritual sense is a transfer it's like where energy transfers. And actually, if you even see it's uh, electromagnetic, electromagnetic, and also it can, uh, it's electricity current. So when you talk about frequencies of the world, um, in this sense of sound frequency or the frequency that you give off from your soul, salt is the carrier of that. So right now we see this massive uh, awakening in the world right now, right? So not only because of social media, but just people are waking up to their calling, Babe, you're 24, right? You're sitting in your calling right now. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people did that 30 years ago. Yes. I'm a millennial. We just started to kind of doing it, but like a lot of our listeners, a lot of people are like, I don't want to just work for some dude that tells me what to do. I want to do what I want to do. That's new. That came theoretically in this space from the fact when you look at the entire world and you look at America uh, in general, there is more processed foods in the world. Processed foods literally are just salted foods. So salt is being consumed at a higher level mm-hmm. right now. We are sweating out more toxins through salt, tears from healing, like all these different things are happening. So the ingestion of more salt as a society, as we're waking up, is actually making everybody heal at a faster rate because salt is the transfer of energy and frequency through the body. When you look at a caterpillar, and this is the second part for this, when you look at a caterpillar, when a caterpillar goes into a cocoon and it becomes a butterfly, it wraps itself in fat to become a butterfly to transform. Mm -hmm. So when you look at America at a 75% obesity rate, not only are we ingesting more salt, but we're getting fatter. What's happening? Well, if we think that the spiritual world is the you know dominating force of the external world, world, which is my belief, a lot of people's belief, the transfer of basically this energy into this fat source is helping a lot of souls that aren't waking up faster to wake up faster by providing more catalyst for them because they're fat and they have a lot more challenges to go through the process. 
I'm just being straight up. I mean, that's real. I got, I got, I got an eyebrow when I said because no, they're fat, but I'm like, I'm confused at what, <laughs> oh, your, okay. what your point is. That's why. Basically, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that when we look at a lot of these eating disorders that are causing people to be overweight, when we look at the high consumption of salt in our system right now, and we look at just the population being overweight, we look at it in a negative way. And it's not good. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's not good that people are overweight. But these are also characteristics of transformation of other life forms. Mm -hmm. And why are we different from the other life forms? So we're seeing the transformation of the physical body as well as people's soul waking up at the same time faster. So metadata or going meta on this even higher is that these people that are not aware of their bodies and that are getting heavier faster. The reason why they're getting heavier faster is because it's literally the physical space trying to force them to evolve because they're not evolving on their own. Hmm. Oh, I know. I just brought you into a, into a whole nother space though. I told you it was going to be out there. I disagree. I bet you do. Yeah, because the three, I mean, um, the book that I'm reading right now is called The Pleasure Trap. Mm -hmm. And the pleasure trap is basically what binge eaters get stuck in. Uh, And not only binge eaters, but the rest of the world. So the three, basically, motivations of a human is to avoid pain, seek as much pleasure, and get it as easily as we can. Mm -hmm. So with how much food is available and so easily available, readily available, highly palatable, we are getting an obese at a quicker rate because we can just drive up to a drive-through. Look, that's easy. We get the highly, highly palatable food and we avoid the pain of being hungry. That's why when you're driving, you're like, I'm hungry. Oh, this is painful. Look, quick, easy, palatable. It's right there. Mm -hmm. So... But they're avoiding the pain of being hungry mm-hmm. by having the pain of being overweight. Yeah. That's Swapping one pain yeah, for another. So that's what I'm saying. They think they're avoiding something. And if this is you, just think about this in your space. You think you're avoiding something, but in all actuality, the thing you're doing to avoid one pain is causing you another pain. You can't escape the pain. Yes. And that's what I'm trying to say is that it doesn't matter what you try and do to avoid it. Mother Earth, the universe always will make sure that you have to go through the challenge to get to the other side. Yes. There's no escaping it. Yeah. The only way out is through. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Like I said, it's 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 it was out there and it's not fully formed just yet, but yeah. I wanted to share. Yes, but I think that by you saying your point and me saying my point, it made me actually understand what you were trying to say. Yeah, that's so why I like good. these things. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right, so leave, leaving y'all there. Yeah. <laughs> Make sense of that what you will. I don't think even the words I just said made sense, but yeah. I love you. I love you. And we, we love, love you guys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Fit Couple Show. Babe, this is where you tell the listeners what to do. If you haven't shared this with a friend, do it. We're watching. Always watching. Oh, yeah. And what about the ratings? If you think we deserve it, give us a five-star rating. Thanks. We're very new at this. We need it, okay? Okay.